Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody, welcome to Bloodum, the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. We will go ahead and start our introductions tonight with Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Mercy Ransom, who is a Tor- of the Toreador clan. And then, uh, hmm. Drevian. I'm playing Simon DeLuca, a um, Malkavian lunatic tailor. And Shawnee? Hi, I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing Guayar Vincente, the uh, Asamite sorceress. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Catriona Giovanni uh, of Clan Giovanni. Because it's on the tin. Because it's on the tin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Eat the rich. Yep. Um, Nom, nom. Anything else anybody wants to add to that? Uh, Anything anything recent. Uh, Fuck the Supreme Court because we are being hospitalized and dying right now. Always. Always. Uh, Stay um, safe. Um, Have a fire extinguisher nearby. Screw thoughts and prayers. We need action on gun control. Yep. Yes. Everything is true. So, when last we left off, Kat and Simon did a little bit more digging into Alex Richards, having access to his driver's license after investigating the body. Um and discovered that he had left behind a wife and child not too far from Kat's own home. Meanwhile, Guayar dispatched and fed upon a proselytizing member of the church who became aggressive towards her. Mercy and Guayar received phone calls or text messages from the rest of the coterie to inform them where they were and that they had, in fact, found the home of Alex Richards. They were quickly joined. A number of lies were told to the wife to uh, appease her, as it were. And the group decided that it would be best for them to venture to Elysium to to see if they could find a little more information on our two possible Sabbat suspects. Um, Upon arriving, after a little conjoling of the keeper of Elysium, Alexander Ward, the group met with Charlotte Jane, our harpy, and Simone LaRue, the Prince of New Orleans. After a brief discussion, the coterie was given free roam of Elysium for the evening. While Charlotte did some rounds and informed the coterie later that the two individuals they were looking for were none other than Irene Moretti, the former Harpy, and Marquez Moore, a former member of one of Destiny's security squads. 
Simon had a quick discussion with the Malkavian primogen, Jonathan Kellerman, and was given a vaguely threatening prophecy about him and the rest of the members of his coterie, along with a fifth individual who has yet to be seen or named. Um, surmising it best that they put as much distance as they could between themselves and the prince before sun up, the group decided to have an impromptu slumber party at Guayar's house in the bayou, at which, upon arriving, they discovered a small present that had been left for Guayar, a devil figurine with a note reading, We Have Been Watching, which is where we will pick up for the evening with Guayar describing her domain. So the uh, the little shack on the bayou is a... looks like it's been there f- since the Civil War. It, in fact, almost certainly has. Uh, is a very old, small wooden shack, maybe four rooms to it, um, that it sits um, off of off of any of the main roads that travel through the bayou, a good distance into the into the woods and swamp, um, and is surrounded on all sides by thick vegetation and marshland, um, and the the entire atmosphere is decidedly intended to give off the air of the 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 traditional New Orleans witch doctor uh that sort of lives out in the swamp um the windows are heavily blacked out um the door is well up kept uh and there are no lights on at the moment uh so and the as Guire sort of picks up the the present out of the box and starts to make her way up the stairs they creak dramatically but not structurally uh, they very obviously are creaking for effect as she steps up to the door and opens it, revealing a dark interior. Well, shall we? All I can imagine is 140 years ago, Guire's like, yes, yes, when you're doing the stairs, leave the nails a little bit loose. I want it to creak forever, okay? <laughs> Basically. Of course. She steps in, reaches off to one side, and turns on a light. As even if the house is ancient, it's been updated as need be over the centuries. Um, the interior is uh, mostly wood um, in in all respects, but uh, there is like soft carpeting placed down, uh, a few chairs and benches uh, set in different places. There's a bedroom that has a bed that doesn't look like it's been used in a very long time. Um, uh, and a variety of different, uh, occult accoutrement sort of sitting either on walls or on tables designed to further the, like, supernatural vibe that Guire gives off to any mundanes who end up visiting her in the, at night. Um, there, there is a good old-fashioned crystal ball sitting on one end table. Um, a, the, a variety of different implements. Um, more, more than one, like, incense burner. A uh, variety of different, just uh, 
mood setting implements basically um and she walks over to the door to the bedroom and sort of looks into it if any of you feel like staying on the surface that's perfectly fine however also she walks over and pulls up a floorboard in the bedroom which leads to because the the fact that the the house is elevated off of the ground a bit by those steps means that there is a full like underground cavity underneath the floor of the of the bedroom which is where she actually sleeps during the day to better hide herself from anyone trying to enter can have those wily gators accidentally breaking a window would not be surprised uh. i like the vibe you've redecorated a little since i've been here last well Whenever anybody comes to visit the devil in New Orleans for magic or advice or some kind of information, I like to keep up appearances. I get it. I love it. Whatever you just said did not come through, Jeremy. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Nice. So there's there's, there's, the, there's compartments underneath most of the rooms if you want to pick a different area to, to sleep for the night or if you want to sleep in the in the building itself. You know, I think I might be a lot more comfortable in one of the compartments. Would you would you show me, please? And yeah, she'll she'll walk through each room and basically at a far corner of every room, there is a loose board that can be lifted to open up a basically a upholstered crawl space underneath each floor, basically, because the entire house is elevated several feet. Mm. Um, and so under each room, there is a like uh well, like well weather sealed and upholstered basically crawl space under every single room. Nice and cozy. Mercy will find a take one in one of the corners. Yeah, no. Cat has no real issue with like she will happily crawl under into the muck or whatever. There's no muck. It's definitely sealed. Like it's it's basically each I of mean, these has a very small basement. It's a story and a half house, except the half is below now. Yeah. That's why cool. that's why there are steps to get up to the house because it's elevated enough for the basement, basically. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because you can't actually dig underground in a bayou because there's a swamp there. Also, we're in Louisiana. <laughs> yep. Basements like, are not a thing in the state of Louisiana. It could be done if you have the money. Yeah. Mm. Was just that uh, uh, just to be sure? Was that package you saw? Was that anything to be concerned about? I'm not quite sure. She says, holding up, holding up the the devil statue. The fact that it's identifying me as the devil means that it could be anything from just a local religious group trying to scare me off or anybody who actually knows my reputation, but somebody left a message. I've gotten a few of these over the years. 
Whether or not they're anything to actually worry about is something that'll only be able to be told once we find out more about them. Mind if I take a look at it? If you like. She hands it over. Simon will give it a look over. Um, look at its construction and materials. Give me a wits and crafts roll at diff seven because it's not your specialty. You mean this thing isn't sewn together? No, no. <laughs> I'm looking over the shoulder. I'm Wits curious about if it has any... A success. Potential supernatural tracking abilities, things like that. If there's anything traditional woven into it or the like that might indicate. Roll me Wits and Nicole to difficulty six. Okay. Um, have this type pull in yet? Maybe not. All right. So Simon has a one success on okay. his so, look over. And he's just trying to identify exactly what are you trying to figure out about it? Um, Just like any particular materials, if they have any significant meaning. Um, if it's, its construction method is significant. It just seems to be a uh, wooden figure. It does appear hand-carved. So it does not look like something that... It could be something that was bought out of a knick-knack shop here. It could be something handmade. Um, Kat, as for you, um, four successes. Damn. Uh, she's good at what she does. Yep. Uh, outside of the normal things that would like come to mind of voodoo dolls or um, just tokens that are given, it does not appear like it could be anything that could be used to track or anything that has a specific occult significance. Okay, cool. That's not offhand a puppet or an effigy of some variety. For all I know, it could have been a gift from the local Tremere. After that display in Elysium, that would be quite believable. Although I'm surprised. No, I shouldn't say I'm not surprised it's broken a half. That'd probably be a brouhaha. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit concerned that shortly after we begin looking into the Sabbat, you get a little hello. I mean, you say shortly after. When was the last time you got, because you commented that they occasionally pop up. When was the last one? Oh, every so often. It can be anything from years to decades sometimes. Someone decides they're going to get it in their head to try and drive out the devil of New Orleans. It all ends the same way. I'm still here after 200 years.
ever know who it was, or has it always been anonymous? It's usually anonymous. People people aren't proud of the things they do in the dark. They like to be hidden. Uh, mm. When I find out who they are, that's usually when they have to either leave or don't get a choice. I can um, relate. Well, fair enough. enough. Let's go ahead. Simon will go to hand it back. He'll take it and like take the note and just kind of shred it. And but the uh, the statue, she'll just like put on a shelf as like a knickknack. Add it, add it to the ambiance. Well, assuming then that people are not are not imminently going to recreate a home invasion film and and try to murder us all in our sleep, I think it's probably best unless anybody has something to do. I got a little thing to pull off, but that's just something that'll make sure that the that particular concern won't have to be one of yours. She says. Simon will try looking out a window. Or like, like, can they be seen through? Like, no, they're like heavy blacked out. Like, okay. There's boards on the inside and then blackout curtains over the boards. Okay. Well, I can't look outside, but I don't tend to sleep much. So I'm also... If it's a vampire, if it's a kindred that tries to come after us, it would have to be in the middle of the day somehow. I mean, ghouls are a thing. Yeah. Speaking of, I might need to acquire one at some point to try and manage this place during the day. Been a long time since I've had a ghoul. Very useful that way. The family tends to use them quite a bit where I'm from. People are also happy enough to just be paid. Well, yes, but when you... When you practice the particular arts that are devilish friend and I tend to practice. Normal people kind don't necessarily take well to that. Fair. Mine just take orders and sew clothes. Yes. Not playing with dead bodies. Indeed. Performing blood magic rituals does tend to raise the hairs on the back of the neck for any kind nearby. Little bit. That's one masquerade breach we as a clan would rather not deal with. Regardless. I will then go to rest and I bid you all adieu. Speaking of which, and uh, Guire will head to her room and begin performing uh, Wake with Evening's Freshness before going to sleep. All right. So your group 
goes to slumber for for the day. Simon does stay up a bit to and just listening, I suppose, making sure there's no obvious issues. Uh, Jeremy, do you recall, do rituals require a blood point, or are they just things that you do? Not unless they say they do, as a okay. rule. Cool. There are some that absolutely do, and then there are some that... I Well... No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think some rituals will say they require a blood cost, but I don't Correct. think they do by default. I know paths... Yeah, like you, using the actual path off. powers do. Often do. They don't always. But yeah. yeah. But like a- activating thaumaturgy requires a blood point usually. Yep. Um, but yeah, most rituals will not. Or 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 will be very... Or will tell not. you specifically if they do. Yeah. So you yeah. successfully cast Wake with Evening's Freshness. Which I have, I have put the the location of where it's at on the on the book on each of the rolls, so you can look at. Yes, it. I appreciate that. Okay, so the day passes without any interruptions outside of local flora and fauna that might pass by, though some of you um, prevent that just by existing. And the sun sets on New Orleans for the second night of our game. And you all regain a willpower point and lose a blood point. Yep. Because you got to activate your body and make it move for yourself to wake up. That's at least always been my justification for the loss of blood point. You have to rouse yourself in the evening. Gotta get that blood moving. Uh, Even if it might not be yours, <laughs> gotta get it moving. Everybody wears the D10. We're just gonna see who wakes up first. Uh, how does waking up work? Because Simon yeah, specifically has hits. a Simon specifically has a merit. Early riser. Yeah. Okay, so I believe Guire, do you have early riser as well? I have the I have the exact opposite actually. <laughs> oh, I yeah. sleeper. <laughs> Which, uh, well, to be fair, Deep Sleeper is just, it's more difficult to awaken during the day. Yeah. Um, you wake up normally at night. Uh, but you wake up, you wake up as, as normal during the night, which is part of why I have Wake with Evening's Freshness, because that just completely overrides that if, I, if something yeah. triggers me. Uh, Katie? Yeah, I'm mm. working on it. That's okay. Is, it, is, is backslash? You can so- roll 1d10. Or up in the upper the left-hand ones. corner, there's that little toolbar. Uh, the oh, second oh, from hi. the bottom is a little die, and you can just click D10. Look at that. Yeah, that works as well. It's like I'm not 
entirely sure how the wake up thing works because it's it's like it treats your humanity your path score as a 10 for deciding when you rise each evening so yeah you're up fairly early yes yeah. so you probably even with guire's 10 uh and you rolled a nine anyway so you probably would have been up at least a half hour before guire is there anything you would have done simon in that half hour before everyone else began to stir just kind of taking inventory of himself like making sure he's not like bottling anything up or it's like and then making sure like none of his clothes are like damaged or anything you appear to be in in order as it were can't be having them pesky emotions (laughs) there are a hindrance after a bit of time Guayar awakens as well pushes the 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 board up and rises up out of the out of the crawl space beneath and just puts it back stretches a little bit mm-hmm. all right back into the evening and she to sort of look around make sure everything in the house is still in place nobody's come in or tried to come in during the day nope your house is uninterrupted Probably see Simon in the living room just kind of slowly meandering about. Well, aren't you an early riser? Indeed. It's particularly helpful for running a business that also caters to the kind. Fair enough. It usually takes magic to get me up with any kind of speed, but, you know. Fair enough. Our kind aren't prone to wanting to wake during the day. Now I just have this image of a vampire who keeps a ghoul that's like high on caffeine, high up on caffeine pills all the time. So they can just wake up and walk over, just be like, yeah, and then be ready to go. (laughs) Now the thought came to mind is, um, an ADHD vampire, and they just have a ghoul that's on amphetamines. Gotta take my Adderall. <laughs> Chomp. Mercy. I feel like that's just a new... I think that's a new Malkavian character concept. Mercy, you will be the next one awake. Mercy creaks the board, flips the board up, and stretches and says, oh, I don't normally sleep this late because time and tourists are money, but he might got something to eat around here. Not unless you want to go hunting crocodiles in the bayou. I think I'll pass. Been there, tried I hear that. The, it's like I heard the Cajun kind quite like, like the gator. Gator blood is, well, it's better than rat blood at the very least. I imagine there's a lot more of it, too. Mm. Shawnee, I never asked, are you on the west side of New Orleans of the bayou or the the east? Uh, Probably west of New Orleans, because she came from Texas and probably would stay on that side of town. 
Okay. All right. More out into the uh, Ferio and Gene's area then. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. That's just for for my mental notes. And it will be about a half hour. And then Cat will finally awaken. Uh, yeah, I was thinking somewhere around either uh, Lake Salvador and Lake Katawachi or Lake uh, De Alamos. One of those two. Okay. Those were some names. They're the large lakes that make up the significant portion of the bayou south and west of uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the actual names, like Salvador, sure. The other one, what? Something, something, French, something. something. <laughs> yeah. one, one's, one's French, and I'm fairly certain the other one's Native American. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I am good at pronouncing neither of them. So, Kat, as you make your way into the living room where the rest of your coterie is just sort of making plans for the evening, before you even get anything out of your mouth, all four of your phones go off with your text tone at the same time. Simon half jumps to the roof or into the ceiling. Figuratively, at least. Open and check. Yeah, choir opens hers and checks it. Checking. You all have the same text message from a unknown number that simply reads, please report to the New Orleans Museum of Art for a mandatory citywide meeting within Elysium at midnight. Looks like we stirred something up. And Prince is about to make a bad move. And as soon as your eyes, the fun thing is, as soon as your eyes leave the text message, it deletes itself from your phone. I'm afraid that you're right. You wouldn't call a citywide meeting unless you were about to announce a blood hunt. That's not necessarily true. There aren't many other reasons I can think of relevant to current circumstances. Security concerns regarding the entirety of the Camarillas in a circle coming into town is a possibility. I feel, like, are right. they I feel like they wouldn't want people to know that. No, but it could just be security concerns. With the already people coming into town. Yeah, I was under the impression that the Camarillo like to keep things quiet. But they already know it's out thanks to us. Oh, not thanks to us. Thanks to Alexander being no. an idiot. But They know because of us that it's already out. That oh. can't, can't be put back inside the bag. So, I, you're... Your probability is, yours is more probable. I'm just saying it might not necessarily be that. Well, it's a bit of a drive to the Museum of Art. What time of night is it right now? 
roughly seven th- between seven thirty and eight. You have a little bit of time. We got an hour or two before we need to actually get out there. Before we go, since this is going to be every lick in the city, well, every approved lick in the city, we should probably put a few cards on the table here because since we are going to be viewed as a unit, whoever's an enemy to one of you will be an enemy to all of us. Is there anybody in particular besides, obviously, Tremere that we should be wary of? Bruja have some bad blood for me. Any in particular? And is this kill you at the first opportunity blood or slash your tires blood? It's hard to say. It depends on the Bruja. Like Destiny's going to just kill me out, right? Okay. To that extent, does anyone else know aspects? Not yet. I will hopefully by the end of this session. Oh no! I, I in character, like Simon's asking, like the courtier, if anyone else has that uh, discipline. Uh, I do. I'm a little rusty. I need to get my practice back in. Fair enough. My talents are elsewhere. Well, Mercy, are you able to view auras? Uh, that I cannot do. Okay. It's like basically you have two dots in it. No, I don't. Okay. Well, that's a shame. The reactions are always fun. Anyways, but yeah, the... Oh no, we're not leaving that. <laughs> I think that's hilarious <laughs> that you think we're asking you're asking if aura reading is capable of anybody your response is that way and then you just <laughs> move on from it <laughs> by all means it's What would show up in an aura that would make a clan hate you? Did you commit amaranth on a bruja? It was not my plan. So, yes. But what makes it really fun is otherwise my aura is described as very bright. Oh, my. Almost mortal. Mortal aura with the marks of diablery. Interesting. Does, Has some fun reactions. Does is this generally known? I imagine some of the higher ranking, some of the higher ranks of the Camarilla in town probably are aware. Anyone with uh, with aura perception would be able to see it, right? But the brightness of it also just makes it incredibly confusing. That and I don't go very many places. 
what I, I guess what I'm asking is, should we be concerned that should the prince decide to perceive your aura, which um, I would assume she has at some point, but maybe she hasn't? Do we do we only have to worry about the Sabat blood hunts and not you? Well, considering it's been however many years, close to two decades, and that there has not been a blood hunt. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Unless, unless I manage to piss off Destiny, I suppose. Not yet. So it's like, not as far as I'm aware. All right, so worry about the Bruja more than usual. They they may try to pick a fight. I don't know if like the rank and file are aware of why, but they know that you're not on the good side of the clan. Yeah. Okay. I imagine for most of them, it's probably like a bouncers meeting, and there's just my face on a poster of "Don't allow in" at a club type of. Well, I don't have an entire clan angry at me. There is one person and should anybody ask you about this, I have not informed you about this. This is a clan matter. There's one person in the city who has issues with me and I have issues with them. As I'm sure one of you know already. So this would be an inter-family It is dispute. an inter-family situation. Mm-hmm. I imagine it is the person who has eyes on you, as it were. Like I said, I imagine at least one of you is aware of this. Yes. <laughs> the other two would be aware if they were paying attention. <laughs> Simon has commented about the being washed. Oh, that was, yes, that was, yeah. that, that was a specific choice of words. <laughs> um, Simon just waves at the door again. We'll probably be dealing with each other at some point, and we'll see how that goes. She might. If she's watching me, she's watching you, obviously. But I don't imagine she would get horribly involved in this. Because our clan is extremely careful about neutrality. It's important to us. We even signed an agreement. Plus, I don't imagine that your work she would want to act while you're working with Camarilla and risk being the target of the Camarilla. Of the Unlikely. Of course, if something happens, something happens. Yeah. It's just a matter of whether she will have to weigh whether doing anything to me negatively impacts what we're doing, which I, of course, am doing for the good of the clan. We'll see. Things happen when I, I would assume this would be my first time when Justicars and Sabat 
end up in the same city. Only reunions. So yeah. glad I don't remember mine. My family is great for the most part. <laughs> Even this one has her uses. <laughs> well, if I had any cards to put out on the table, I would, but truth be told is I I don't know if I do or not. One of us has at least kept their heads down. Well, it's not keeping your head down so much as it's amnesia. I literally can't put my cards down. Fair enough. So, literally could be anything. I could have pissed somebody off, and I don't know. I try not to. Clan enmity with, like, five clans. Here we go. This is the point where we're like, we... we we happen to be walking by, like, <laughs> in Elysium, they post up the red list, and, like, wait a minute. There's, like, five of them are Mercy in different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's better than I was concerned of so good. Well, it could be or could not be. Well, don't know. Fireworks have begun. Say it's early, but people were setting stuff off here at six o'clock last night. So, sounds about right. I'm surprised I haven't heard a whole lot of. Someone last night had like popper fireworks. They could have been just like snap bangs. I'm not sure. Kind of going for the past 36 hours intermittently. Fun, fun. America. Right. Well, I guess let's go. Vampire. We're full on. We're full on. We're full on America at this point. Yes. Especially north of Chicago, they've gone full America. Back to vampires. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Please. Ah, uh, Fourth of July, the vampire's favorite holiday. I want to bite somebody. Come on now. You do have a bit of time before the Elysium summon. It will take you roughly. I'm just gonna. It's a bit of a drive to get to the museum from where. Yeah. Uh, from where the shack could be. Because I feel like the, the nearest actual road is 306. Yeah, it's a bit of a drive. It's going to be a at least an hour and a half, if not two hours, to get into town. And more because of traffic. Right. So you might have time to stop and pick up, you know, dinner all the way. But is there yeah. such thing as a drive-through between? <laughs> I think that's called a blood bank. <laughs> what fun is that? The blood banks ask questions. Give them enough money. 
It's also, it also depends on who controls the blood bank. Also true. Fair Probably more than one vampire-controlled blood bank in the city. How? We How does transport go? Is everybody piling into the hearse? Uh, are you driving by yourself, Guayar? And Guayar is taking the motorcycle regardless. If someone wants to ride with her, they can. I am 100% hitching a ride. Okay. Simon's going to play corpse in the back of the hearse. Anybody that wants to, pile on in. Okay, so... Get nice and comfy. Simon and Mercy head out, and Guayar and Kat head out. So before you all, before we reconvene at Elysium, Mercy, are you going to try and find an individual to snack upon before heading in? I don't know what I'm walking into, so the least I can do is not be hangry in what could be potentially a very uh, heated situation. So yes, I am going to find somebody. On on the drive-in, Simon will comment some. What would be a real fun way to do this? Get a couple, like, to get in. Like, show them a couple of spots and, like, get them out and around the back of the vehicle and we jump each of them. Uh, like I'm just laying here a prop until until it's far too late for him. That is one avenue you could take. <laughs> I'm not quite sure about that. Um, not good for business. By all means, it could be it could be a I terrible kinda, idea. Just I'm kind of amusing now. Well, I'm, I'm giving you points for creativity. However, I do have a business to run and stellar reviews on TripAdvisor and Yelp, so I'm going to keep those. Um, <laughs> she's very proud of that. Um, Fair enough. You are one of the top rated in the city. Yes. The top rated. Thank you. It's like Simon has no uh, idea if it's true or not. <laughs> That's okay. Yes. I'll correct him. Um, <laughs> it is. I... Do Are you in need of a um, snack on the way, Cat? Squire will ask as they're writing. It wouldn't be a bad. What? It would not be a terrible idea. It is, well, it would be good to eat. It would be problematic, though. What makes you say that one? It is much harder for... I don't have the luxury that many of the rest of you do my targets don't just go off into ecstasy when they get fed from I'm fine I'm not I'm not at a dangerous level of hunger fair enough I'm just a little ways away from topped off so I don't really need it but hopefully there will I'm hoping that there will be something in Elysium that 
I have but, a question. Yeah, they don't resist. If they're setting up Elysium there, then they should be relatively easy to get good blood. One might imagine. Uh, I have a question. Are we still driving in the bayou, or are we to the, closer to the city by now? Uh, you could be closer to the city. Uh, I was only asking, because I was if we were closer to the bayou, I was going to find some, like, Poor stranded motorist or something like that. Well, if you if you want to find something while around the bayou, you you more than certainly can. There are always people who break down at the most unfortunate times. Um. Look for a stranded motorist on the way. Yeah, I go look for a stand. I found a stranded motorist, and um, you know, you know, look real, look real cute. Roll down the window, say, "Y'all need some help." You come upon a man and a woman who are currently dealing with smoke pouring out of their hood. Um, Small hatchback car. Uh, Both Caucasian, probably early 40s, if you had to guess. The man looks up, "Uh, well, we was heading out to the bayou, and I'm not so good with the cars, and uh, yeah, I could use a ride back into town so we could figure out a towing service, if you don't mind. Oh, no, I don't mind at all. Please, I'm, I'm a I'm a tour guide, so please don't mind the hearse. It's, it's non-functional as a hearse, but I can give you a ride to town. The, uh, with, with Simon laying in the back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prop, okay, it feels smooch. Roll me manipulation and subterfuge. Difficulty six, please. One success. Okay. There's a little bit of talking back and forth between the potentially husband and wife, the two of them. And eventually they do pile into the back of your hearse. And you begin making your way towards town. How are you going about this? Because that will determine what roles and how the scene is set up. Uh, um, I'm going to ask him, y'all need to go mechanic or need to make a phone call or? Yeah, I probably need to talk to a mechanic. Um, I think I might know what's wrong, but I definitely want a second opinion. Okay. His wife gives a uh, 
hearty sigh from the other seat in the back. I'm so sorry. I know it must be frustrating. I'll get there as soon as I can. Well, we we appreciate it. So, we this is our first time out in uh, Louisiana, so we figured we'd head towards the bayou instead of saying and all that Mardi Gras mess that's going on. Uh, I tell you what, that's a whole that's a whole lot of people right there. Y'all y'all made a good call. Where are y'all from? Uh. Up in Alabama. Oh, up in Alabama. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, let me, uh, let me see. And she, would Mercy know, well, Mercy would know a mechanic because she's got a, she's got a car. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Mercy is going to take them to her mechanic and... There's a, um, is there an alley nearby the mechanic? Oh, yeah. It's, in my experience, I've always found mechanics are corner shops, and I don't know why. Um, but the one you find near you um, is located on a corner. I would like to lo- uh, to look up a mechanic in New Orleans, but that's going to pop up a hundred thousand results, and we're just going to say you can find one. Okay. <laughs> so you have a guy that you go to. You pull into his shop, and you see a few people are, a few people are looking out, and this is the late night crew. This is the people who has to get stuff done for, you know, the, generally city vehicles are here or people like you who are you know it's cabs the hearses it's the vehicles that generally aren't just out and about on the road but he always works with you for no matter what you have coming around okay uh is he uh is he is he aware of um is the mechanic aware of um of our kind your condition uh, <laughs> uh, yes. After a while, he kind of put two and two together, and you just sort of had to spill the beans. Okay. So he, of I'm course, gonna... has agreed not to tell anybody under penalty of being murdered. Uh, so it's a good penalty. Coming lunch. Um, so I'm gonna. Tell him this is my mechanic. He'll fix you up real good. Uh, come on out, and I'll introduce you. And she's gonna say, "I think he's around back." And so she's gonna cut through the alleyway. Um, are you are you joining me, Simon? Are you? Simon's are you, playing corpse in the back. Are you, okay. Be a, you, you, be you a little weird. Snack. You don't want to snack. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's, two, could, there's two of them. Once they've once they've both like gotten out of the car, Simon can follow behind if he so desires. Yeah. Um if if Simon can like sneak around, like kind of lurk behind them a little bit, then roll Dex and stealth difficulty seven, you're in closer proximity. Here we go. 
six. Stealth seven. Um, Do you desire to spend a willpower? Yeah, would you like to spend a willpower? First, I want to reread what this merit what this merit does to make sure it doesn't apply. What is the merit? I have to calm heart because from just its name, it uh, it could it could apply a lot of things. No, calm heart is just to make sure that you don't frenzy. Okay. It's you receive two extra dice when attempting to resist frenzy, and Bruja are banned from taking it no matter what. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Um, so, yes, you may spend willpower. Two successes. All right. So, Mercy, you lead them around the back alley. Simon. You sneak up rather slowly, and once the two of them are in the shadows, I will need Dex and Brawl rolls from the both of you. Unless unless either of you is going about this the seduction route instead. Or is this just a this this just a grab and dump? The, this, yeah. No time for finesse right now. Uh, yeah. Take a take a bite, leave them with the mechanics so they can get fixed up. Yep. Everybody can get fixed up. Uh, Found this on the side of the road. <laughs> and now they sound like roadkill. Um, I will have used the willpower. I'm not sure how to add this on the roll, though. Uh, you just you just count it as an extra success after, on top of whatever you roll. Okay. Four successes. I apparently don't really need it. Hey, hey, you you say that, but it's the times that you don't think you need it. Yeah. It, well, I, I, I didn't think I did. I I thought I would need it because I have no dots on Brawl. <laughs> so that's three successes on three dice. And then an extra one for willpower. Yeah. Mm, much. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, crunch. <laughs> Katie, you got one success. Both so both of you can successfully feed. Let's see. Are you taking the safe and healthy three blood? Simon probably will because I think that's all Simon needs. Let's see, 11th generation. 12th. Yep. Um, no, I'm down to eight. Oh, we need four black points. I'll just take the three. Be just under full. Okay. Mercy. Are you just taking the safe three blood, or? Yes, I'm taking three, yes. I don't want to incapacitate him. Just wanted to grab a bite to eat and be on my way. Okay. Easy enough. So Kat and 
Guayar have decided to not seek um, seek out food? Not yep. at the moment, in my case, at least. Guayar's two down from Cap. If she needs anything, she can probably get it at Elysium. Okay. The scene that is laid out before you all, uh, there is a number of cars here. The parking lot is rather full. All of the lights are on, and there is currently a line to get in. There are multiple bouncers who are talking to the individuals who are lined up. After a few minutes of waiting in line, they're going fairly quickly. And you get to one of the bouncers who asks, name? I have Enchente. Percy Ransom. Ronnie. Sam Mendeluca. He quickly scribbles all four of you down and then looks through a number of pages and just holds a hand out for you to enter. The place is packed. And the ordinary statement piece that would be right in the entrance has been moved for the evening. And eight large canvases have been hung in various arrangements. Two are hanging from the ceiling. Two are on easels. Uh, Other four have been put onto the wall. The main thing that sticks out from them is they are varying shades of blood that has been used as paint. There are eight of the prince's works. Yes. Two paintings that are currently hanging from the ceiling are drawings all four of you immediately recognize. As one Irene Moretti and one Marquez Moore. Simon particularly looks at those with a studious eye to see what differences there are between that and the sketches that he made. Um, not much, though you've done various forms of art and you can tell that these brush strokes seemed, seem hurried, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm fairly certain that just about seals what the purpose of this meeting is. Theater, I'd say. You're not wrong. Although you could also be right. Are the other six what look to be portraits of other individual people that I don't recognize? Yes. And could probably be the Archons? Yes. Or uh, whatever their title is. Justicars. Justicars, that's it. They are all individual, different individuals. You could potentially guess who they are, but these also could just be random paintings of Simone's. Yeah. You could, you could the, the be thought, right at the same time, however, Kat. 
the thought comes to mind is that they are pictures of the Justicars, but we're about to blood out the Justicars, too. <laughs> Simone is actually an anarch. Shawnee, you were saying something? Oh, no, she was just saying, she was just saying to Kat that she could also be right at the same time because of the other six portraits. It could be about both things. It absolutely could. We will... After studying the two... Jeremy, were you still... Oh, no, no, no. Okay. That, was, that was where she left off. Okay. After studying the two, Simon wants to look at the others to see if he might recognize them. Uh, roll me... Wits and Streetwise difficulty nine. What's streetwise? There any chance that Guire will be at all familiar with any of these people as well, having been around here for a long time? Uh, you can roll me the same roll at difficulty eight. Okay. So, a thing for mine. Simon has two dots on status. Like he's, like he knows people. Mm-hmm. It does. Would that affect it in any way? Uh, your status will bring it down by two. Uh, I believe, Guire, you also have status. You can lower yes, it as well. Okay, so difficulty seven. Yeah. And mine would be difficulty six then. Nope. With Streetwise, diff six. They probably have not come and bought clothes from Simon. Bam. Three successes. Um, there's, it's not really a rumor, but it's well known that Simone will just randomly pick individuals, like tourists, off the street and dominate them for the, for the evening and paint their portrait and then send them back out into the world. And these look like people, actually one of them you know immediately. That's the gentleman who tried to attack you the other night. <laughs> it's it's like you took a you took a look and you were like, okay, I don't what the fuck? Okay. Wait a minute, I beat the shit out of that guy and drank his blood. Oh, oh, poor priest. What was that? Not really. Well, like, like Simon, Simon will like actually like respond like, poor priest. Oh, uh, one of those portraits is uh, a holy man who decided he was had enough of the devil walking the streets. He was a good snack. When was this? Last night. Simon wants to look at that painting and see if he can gauge how old, like how long ago it was painted. Roll me wits and crafts, difficulty six. Wits and crafts, difficulty six. Well done. <laughs> Holy um, so it's a little, you have to stare for for a few minutes just to figure out because blood is way different to paint with than actual paint. Um, I, I, if that was good. If if the blood oxidation is going to be a concern, I also do have three dots in science. 
Okay. Well, six dots, it's okay, but it looks like this is a much old, this actually looks like the oldest of the paintings. So this has probably been a bit, but it also depends on how many paintings Simone gets done in a night. Yeah. But like the blood is clearly on yes, the older side. Oxygenated. Yeah. Well, you know, that might be why that priest was so angry. Having been um a guinea pig or once already. It's possible. And then you, and then your reputation, of course. Well, and just the effect that I have on the faithful. Mm, fair. Mm-hmm. You're right. Poor priest. Keeps having a lot of problems, apparently. I'm going to have to have my retainers pay attention to the newspaper. I imagine he'll probably end up dead before too much longer. You should hear the things they like to shout at me and my hers. It's a good time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I promise you, it's nothing quite as what, as what they uh, get up to when I walk by. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the, remember the, the Catholics remember the, do remember, remember the, remember the, uh, the the situation regarding myself and my soul regarding the blood curse that the Tremere tried to put on us. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the thing the thing that busted that also makes me something of a a beacon of the unholy as far as the faithful are concerned. They can I, sense I something's it. wrong when I'm nearby, which is part of how I got the moniker "the Devil of New Orleans." I do. They need to be unsettled just a little bit. Makes me happy. Well, I'll be damned. That does make a fair bit of sense. Men of the cloth and anyone of particularly zealous faith just get the heebie-jeebies whenever I'm nearby. (laughs) Cat. Yep. Uh, What are you doing at this time? Are you also just sort of examining the paintings are you i'm i'm keeping an eye out for people okay then there is a woman that enters with two individuals one on either arm in a very very high-end black dress uh with slit up to mid-thigh okay she currently has a fox fur stole around her her shoulders a bob of gray and white hair and as she walks in she, the first thing she does is make eye contact with you okay she then turns to her two pieces of arm candy says something and they both flee into the uh the throng of people that is just going around the museum. She slowly approaches you, making it not look deliberate. And she looks at the paintings while standing beside you. I'm glad to see you have finally made it into the city. To be clear, is this somebody I recognize? Not off the top of your head. Okay. Um, 
is she is this lady that's walking up trying to have this conversation while the three of us are commenting about this painting? Yes. Okay. If it carries on any longer, then that Simon probably listens in. Forgive me for being presumptive. Um, I have just arrived and 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 don't have have not had an opportunity to get my bearings, but I'm willing to guess. Are we family? Yes, I'm your aunt Karina. Yes, of course. I've been. It's good to see you. I've been meaning to. I was hoping to actually get in touch with you yesterday, but things came up. I have heard through the grapevine a few things that you've come across. Yes, I was hoping we could actually speak about that. Um, Look around really quick. Do you have a moment? For family, always. Wonderful. Uh, Sort of just step aside, just sort of out of the public... Just a little bit more, more out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly have you have you heard so far? So I know what needs to be caught up. Well, I heard that there was an impressive display of your abilities at Lafitte. Uh, I was told that by agony. Of course, he tends to embellish details. That man's never sober. That is so- fair. I mean, do you do you have any idea what this what tonight's meeting is about? I have a few thoughts. Um, if I had to guess, those two individuals there are either being put on the chopping block, or the princes are enacting her right to. Um, Pure madness, as I would like to call it, with things happening in the city right now. Mm-hmm. Regardless of any important individuals who are coming in, a blood hunt, she will whisper those words. Right. At the height of Carnival is one of the dumbest decisions anyone could make. So... Our best estimation right now is that those two have started playing for the Southern League. And the obvious, the obvious concern is that they might be bringing people into the city for certain actions considering who's arriving. I could see them wanting to get one up on important individuals. Mm-hmm. That being said, I've been here roughly f- 60 years, and that's the former Harpy, and that is a member of the security squad. Yes. Either Simone was calmed very quickly by Charlotte, or this is going to be much worse than we expected. Yes, absolutely. 
That being the case, this could also be her just calling for information and this being the quickest way to go about it. Seeing as we're in the heights of the city being flooded by the kind and we have what is happening happening. It could be a way to steamroll the process. You you know the prince much better than I do. I would. What do you think is more likely? It all depends on what Alexander and Charlotte were able to talk to her about last night. If I had to guess, this is probably more... I don't think this is a blood hunt. I do believe that this is probably... She is putting her name, their names out there. She's putting them on the chopping block, but she is not asking for their death. This is a bounty hunt and not a, not a free reign. Right. The, the word, as I've understood it from, from speaking to people, is that through you, we have most of the ways in and out of the city for less subtle movements covered. If you had to guess, where those two might be trying to move people in. Is there anything that would register? One of the biggest points would be any of the Bayou territories would be easy to come in from the other states. And then from there, there's the main causeway over Lake Pontchartrain. Or if they were going to come in from Baton Rouge, they would come down I-10. So if I had to guess, the easiest way would be through the causeway. Because while it is monitored, it is... There's a million people coming in and out of the city. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what vehicle you're in, you're going to get waved on. Are there along that way, and if not, is there somewhere to hole up? Because I would assume that these imports will be... My guess is they would already be in the city. Yes. Potentially, if I had to guess, yes. They would be here already fed up, already in place, ready to strike if need be. Of course, there is also just the possibility that these two have a horrible vendetta and want to do something to embarrass 
the prince before in when in 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 the face of the few people the prince might fear but that is also very true overplan and be ready to adjust if they have moved anything in they would be in the central business district there's a lot of empty warehouses out that way and there's a lot of businesses so a couple trucks wouldn't go wouldn't could slip by unnoticed depending on what mode of transport they're bringing them in the city with That gives us a place to start. This is still, this is still my temporary new friend group and my charge to look into. So I appreciate that. Of course, uh, she will flip out a card from her clutch. Okay. And if you need anything, Denise, please call. Thank you. And she will make her way into Elysium proper. Wander back to the group. We have potentially a place to 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 look. That so. <clears throat> Once this whole monstrosity of whatever is about to happen happens, at least. Guido, it seems well, so. Let's see if we can find you a blood bag or something before everything kicks off. So you've at least got something to drink. So don't murder someone, that would be nice. The level of pretentious has gone up in this venue. Um, there are a number of waiters walking around with just trays full of goblets of blood. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Each of them are labeled by a blood type. Mm. I would would like to acquire two blood points if possible. It is more than possible. Simon will follow Guire's lead. I only only need the two, so I don't know what everyone else needs. I... Well, no, like, Simon has been to Elysium once and did not partake in Elysium. Yeah, no, so it's like it. Simon just sees Guire going up and getting like a goblet or two or whatever, and will follow suit. I think I think Guire literally point. just I think Guire literally just double fists a pair of goblets and just downs them both and sets them back. <laughs> yeah, it's very much rolls. it's very much the scene from like any romantic comedy when when you see somebody like walking into a place where they're that is way classier than they should be, just walking. Take two, put them right back yep. on the tray. <laughs> Only Guire does it not because, like, she's she is as classy. She's classy as fuck, but she does it just to piss, just to piss off the Tremere because they're the ones organizing it. Fair I enough. take I take only two because I don't trust random blood and glasses give be be being sent around. We don't know what was poured into that. That that is That's- very true. Seven only takes one, but does it in the exact same manner as Guire. <laughs> Grab one down, put it back. <laughs> yup. Mercy does not 
take one because like Kat, she does not drink strange blood and she's also driving. So she does not need to drink and drive. I need a good two to get me up to at least half my blood pool. But uh, my, yeah, that, that's as far as I'm going for now. Wire takes them and doesn't care because everyone, every vampire in the city is here and drinking from these goblets. So if they were going to do something big, the prince would have only done something as bad as LSD, maybe at most. <coughs> Blood, pond. Right. Blood pond. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Gesundheit. I I think my real question is because the Tremere definitely just watched Guire do that and then just watched someone with Guire do the exact same thing. And how do they react to that? That there's now someone acting the exact same as Guire? There is the forehead wrinkle. <laughs> oh shit, they're multiplying. <laughs> Is there any yeah. other conversations you all want to have with any individuals that might be here? uh Guire wants to see if she can if she can spot um oh god, why am I forgetting names? The harpy in the crowd. Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. Uh, roll me perception alertness, difficulty seven, because of the amount of people that are in here. Uh, Simon is just listening and watching. Uh, check With auspex. Alertness, diff seven. Land, like, two successes. Okay. You see, you can pick out Charlotte. Her hair is that fiery red hair braided up into a, a Dutch braid and currently sitting on her shoulder. She's wearing a white and blue dress that comes just above her knees and is just decked out in petticoats. And she is currently talking to an African-American individual that immediately sets off alarms in your head. Oh, is it uh, the Tremere Primogen? Yes, you would recognize this as Madame Morgan Saint Julien. Uh, roughly five foot six, African American woman with shoulder length black hair, and upside down cross tattooed onto her forehead. She is wearing a black floor length dress. And is currently holding in one hand a goblet of blood while Charlotte is very animately talking to her. Uh, Guire will... Yeah, this is how Guire would approach this. She'll she'll weave through the crowd until she's able to stand like 10 feet behind Morgan in, in, in Charlotte's line of sight and just wait there, just sort of hands like... Leaning on leaning on the cane, just like in that very casual pose, just sort of waiting and watching the conversation. So you, you will see Charlotte talk, and then she'll just kind of do that side lean thing, still maintaining eye contact, but like firing off every so few every few seconds to look straight at you. And finally, Morgan just sort of turns around and you make eye contact with the primogen of the Tremere in the city. There's Before, an enormous fanged grin on Guire's face. Before it continues on, would 
Simon watching and listening, would Simon be able to see this happening? Uh, yeah, it's like there is an assemblage of people, but it is not crowded to the point where you cannot see, like pick individuals out of a crowd. Simon will point this out to Mercy because probably still standing by Mercy. It's either that or walked up with Guire. But that kind of depends on if Guire walked away with purpose. Oh, Guire definitely walked away with purpose. Yeah. With purpose, like, I suppose more of, like, in a way that could be followed easily? No, she was definitely weaving through the crowd, okay. like, intentionally, like, slipping through people. Like, like Simon's not going to try to stay near Guire doing that. And so, like, seeing Guire doing this, and like, hey, Mercy. There's yeah. Guire. Mm-hmm. There's the Tremere Primogen. Mm-hmm. This could be interesting. Interesting is the least it could be. Catastrophic is the term you're thinking of. Yes, that. We are in Elysium. I can't imagine, especially a Primogen would not want to cause uh, that much of a scene. Um, They'd wait till I, outside. Uh, we are we're around in, a minute. I, I uh, think you'll find that they can. We're in an Elysium controlled by a Tremere. That is the Tremere Primogen and the meeting has not yet begun. I'm pretty sure they can do whatever they want. Because she's going to say no. Yeah, the there's prince, the, there's a, the sheriff. There's a there's a, there's a big there's a big toothy oh, grin on on Guire's face as Morgan turns around. She will set her goblet on the a random passerby's tray. Well, 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 Madame Saint Julien, it's such a pleasure to see you, Vincente. Other than this being mandatory, what gives you the right to crawl out of your bog this evening? Oh, just being on the forefront of events and keeping an eye on things. Some of us have jobs to do. Very well. Charlotte, be a dear. Run along, please. Actually, Charlotte's the one that I'm here to talk to, if you don't mind. She will she will smile and she will look around and then give a small nod. Enjoy your night. Cause I know you have to. And she will walk away. The grin only grows. With the um, Auspex augmented perception, is Simon able to figure out, like, tell what they're saying? Probably no. not through the crowd. Yeah, there is too much. Okay. There are too many overlapping voices. Well, I, I also mean just by lip reading. Uh, you could probably get Guire's side of the conversation. She's she, she is angled away from you. 
Okay. That and lip reading is a lot harder if you aren't familiar with someone. Yes. But, but any, like, the particularly notable, like, the notably sassy moments Simon would relay back. But after, after, after uh, Morgan departs, she'll turn back to Charlotte. How did the conversation last night go? Well, after a bit of um, breaking things and uh, quite a few swear words that I'm fairly certain, I'm, I think they were swear words. I don't speak French. Um, she did calm down a bit. Um, things were heated. Though destiny showing up and giving her an outlet to just sort of bitch at for about five hours was fantastic. Um, so there's that. She does appear to be a little better today. Uh, if I had to guess on a scale of one to ten how angry she is, she is calmed down to a cool eight. From a 12, I take it? Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky she doesn't have any of the scary abilities. The uh, meeting tonight, are we expecting blood hunt or information gathering? Um, well... I would advise you not to say those words too loud. Um, but I, unless she has changed her mind in the last hour while she was getting ready, I can assure you that that event will not take place. That's fortunate. Uh, our investigation, to say nothing else, would be highly hampered by such an event. Yes. Uh, I think... Had circumstances been a little different and chess pieces moving as they are, she probably would have. But after being reminded about six times of what's happening in a few days, she finally backed down. Because she flat out wanted Irene's head on a stick. She might still get it if we find her. Very true. Very true. No, if I had to guess, because she didn't exactly tell me what happened, she just told me to contact somebody about sending a, a citywide text message. Um, if I had to guess, this is more of a... She's looking for them. Mm -hmm. She wants to talk to them. She doesn't want merciless justice enacted. She wants to be able to hear their side, which I think it might be a little... How best to put this? Um, we'll go with dangerous. But 
Either that or she just wants to kill them herself. That could always be the case. So how are you liking the uh, the change to the decor tonight? I recognize at least one of the paintings that isn't our guests of honor. I'm curious how long ago that got made, she says, pointing to the priest. Uh, that would have been roughly about a week ago. Hmm. I remember him. He kicked and screamed a lot. Yeah, he screamed at me a lot last night, too. It was a good snack. You keep it up, and the, the entire church is going to move against you. They did a couple decades ago. You know, we really need to sit down over a nice, nice fire and just have a conversation one night. Oh, I'd love that. She will just sort of reach over and pat your cheek. I have other matters to attend to, but do enjoy the party while it's going. Oh, I will. I've already gotten a good share of uh, entertainments just by happening to be there when Morgan was talking to you. Yeah, she's up in arms about a few things. Territory disputes. You know how it is. But I won't keep you any further. She will curtsy and make her way back into the crowd. And Guire will sort of spin the cane a little bit and walk her way back towards the coterie. Offhand, first thing that comes to mind is doing that in a crowd and accidentally hits somebody. Or intentionally hits somebody if it's a Tremere behind them. (laughs) I I think she... I think she very intentionally like spins it like twice and then probably very close to a Tremere, just yeah. intentionally like, missing them. Just like close enough that like shit like breezes their hair slightly. Yeah. The second thing that came to mind is um like Guire says like Blood Hunt, Destiny or not Destiny, um Charlotte says like not to say it loudly. And just a bruja, just a little bit too close, starts chanting blood hunt. <laughs> a chant of blood hunt rebels through Elysium. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, for the actual story... This frat like, party got out of hand really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> for the actual story, Sy- like Simon would have stopped particularly paying attention to Guire. And would have went back to like just trying to listen into any other notable conversations. Um, Either if they're close enough by actual hearing or lip reading, if they're. A lot of these people are just like catching up because they've not talked to people in, you know, some vampires go decades without talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So. Mm, the juiciest gossip. Yes. Tell me everything that happened in the last 10 years. <laughs> I've been keeping a diary. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just page one of 8,000. Picture like one of those big, like, 
whole table dictionaries, just like um old family Bibles. Well, Mercy wants to know whatever it was that Guire was talking about. What Guire found out. Well, I traded a couple of bobs with with Madame Saint Julien, which was mm. always entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. And then I learned from Charlotte that we're probably not looking at anything too extreme tonight. Mostly just unless the prince's temper flares up in the next ten minutes. Which uh, it could. It could. It absolutely could. But unless then, probably just getting the word out, looking for information, trying to hunt these people down, not the not the violent way. Oh, so not the B word. Yeah. Not the Tra- B word. Track them down and find them, not just crawl the city to kill them. Basically. Different B word, bounty hunt. That's the word. <laughs> you do love poking those Tremere's, don't you? I, it's at this point, it's one of the few joys I have left. I mean, everybody has their hobbies. Uh, What's your hobby? Yeah. Bothering the entire clan Tremere. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> there are worse hobbies to have. Um, it's also so easy. I just have to be in the room. I can be as polite as you please, and it will still piss them off. So, uh, Kat, you seem somewhat familiar with your conversation. Yes. Did you hear anything that we need to know about? More or less confirming what, what, uh, uh, where I just said. Um, I have some leads for us once this is all over with. Good, good, good. Uh, Karina is very on top of knowing where, where people come in, where people might be stored. But let's save talking about that information for when there are less ears here. Oh, it only makes or sense. Or when we're not here. So the ears given, given her line of work, I can only imagine. Yes. Why does all this reassurance not give me a peaceful, easy feeling? Because it shouldn't. Because the reassurance of a lead it could just be leading into a lion's den. I just got, I got a bad feeling about this. This could all change in a moment's time. And that moment wouldn't be be enough for all of us to be dead. <sighs> so at this it's moment, just the way it is. you all hear from a center room that is connecting everything. I would like everyone to gather in the main um, event space, if you don't mind. A Charlotte's voice, I'm assuming? Yes. All right. Guess it's time. 
out of a closed door walks in Simone in a long red dress that trains about five feet behind her. Strapless. Her hair done up in a Victorian bun. And as she takes her step, her spot beside Charlotte, she places a hand on her shoulder. So, blood hunt, blood hunt. <laughs> as Prince Simone places her hand on Charlotte, Charlotte gives a little bow this time and takes a step to the side beside Alexander, who has been extremely quiet this evening. I wonder why. And she steps up, takes a look around at everybody. I want to thank you all for coming tonight. I apologize for taking such I apologize for taking your time tonight. It has been brought to my attention that there are a number of individuals working against the Camarilla in our fair city. Now, I know we have had our spats with our neighbors to the south for a while, off and on, but blatant disregard for the traditions and blatant disregard for human life will not be tolerated. I can feel the hairs standing on the back of several of your necks. The two words you are expecting will not come from my lips. So calm yourselves. You just hear a groan from all of the bruja in the room. The two individuals are Irene Moretti, Marquez Mo. She will hold a hand towards the paintings. The two individuals who are hanging there Many of you will recognize the former Harpy, who sat by my side for 15 years. You can all see she sort of balls her right fist. And then actively takes a breath. She has to, she's a vampire. And a former member of our sheriff's security team. Now, many of you may know these two, and many of you may be in contact with them. 
I would highly appreciate it if any information can be brought forward to myself or Charlotte, Guillaume, or Destiny. Big things are happening in, happening in our city. Carnival brings in a million people every year. I have been informed that the number of missing persons cases are on the rise, almost threefold of what they were last year. It is too premature to say that this is direct war. But I wish for all of us to be ever vigilant. I wish for Irene Moretti and Marquez Moore to be brought to me alive, having not met their final death. I have questions and I will get answers. Now, anyone that wishes to come forward tonight may do so. For the rest of you, Drink, be merry, and enjoy the atmosphere. Because unfortunately, I'm afraid this is probably the last time we will know peace for a long while. And she turns and walks away. And just like a press conference, a number of questions begin being lobbed from the crowd. She simply walks away. Charlotte is right behind, curtsies to the entirety of Elysium, and quickly follows behind Simone. Everybody can see a roughly five foot ten, very well cut gentleman in a gray suit with slicked back blonde hair and bright blue eyes following behind the two of them just at a very leisurely pace and there is a hushed sort of conversation going around but eventually the party resumes Is the guy in that suit familiar at all? Give me Wits and Streetwise difficulty six. Also to anybody listening in, I apologize if you hear the cats screaming in the background. We have a few and one of them is in heat. 
I would I would also like to make that roll. Would um again status apply to that? Yes, status can apply to any of the any of these, and all of you can make this roll. What is uh You said he was wearing a nice suit. Does that wit, does that help wit, Simon at all? Wits and streetwise? Yes. Yes, wits and streetwise. Um Cat, if you do this, it will be difficulty seven. Yep, makes sense. So he was wearing also was wearing, makes sense. <laughs> An was, actual botch too. Ah, it's our first botch. He, so he was wearing a nice suit. Does that help Simon at all? A little bit. Yeah. And um, any mechanic like direct mechanical? Uh, mechanically, no. Okay. But you can't add your status to this. Okay. Okay. Um. So, Cat, yep, you got no idea who that dude is. Yep. Um, Just thinks it's someone from New York or wherever Cat was from. The other three of you, that is Gilliam. That is the Seneschal. Ah, okay. Gilliam Duval. Simon quietly comments, like, I really should find out where they're getting their clothes. Those dresses were quite nice. Uh, interesting to note, as far as any of you can tell, Destiny is not here tonight. Okay. Shall we mosey on out, potentially mm. get some work done? While everyone else is busy in Elysium, I have two thoughts on this. Let's let's convene somewhere momentarily. I agree with that. Well, the museum is attached to the New Orleans City Park, so you have plenty of space. If I'm looking at the right museum, I think I'm yes. looking at the wrong museum. I mean, you're the one who determines which museum it is. But the one that you had commented last time. Yes, it is attached to the park. Okay. Like, we have to pass by the city topiary and... Yep, yeah. It's, like, directly adjacent to the Dreyfus Meadow. Yep. Yes. The funny thought comes by as powwow on the back of the hearse. It's not out of the question. <laughs> no. So, where shall what? we convene? You want it... Somewhere, somewhere out my... of eyesight. Yes, the 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 hearse the, is fine. The, the hearse, hearse actually oh. works well thematically for what I'm hoping to do. Okay, well, hilariously, I'm, all, no, I'm always a sucker for ambiance, so uh, everybody pile on in. Hilariously, the to, other yeah, I had to fight Simon for the prime spot. <laughs> We're not driving around trying to look like there's a corpse in the back. It's fine. Completely out of character. The other thought that comes to mind is, um, since vampires don't need to breathe, all the vampires, like, vampires get good at lip reading and just at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> there is that you know, entire to... <laughs> line of gangrel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was not aware of that. Was I have an right. outfit that I do not want to ruin, thank you very much. <laughs> do, you, do you think Simon wants to ruin his clothes either? Yeah. It's not about the clothes. I don't trust any of the lakes around New Orleans. Also fair. <laughs> yeah. 
the last just, thing we need is the were dragon yeah. showing up. Yeah. I was. Uh, you know, the, you know there are Macaulay, there are crocodiles, hundred percent in the bayou. There's a hundred percent, probably not more than like two, because they don't tend to group up much. But one hundred percent. All there, is I could at think, least, there is at least a Macaulay crocodile somewhere yep. in the bayou. All I yep. could think of is because um like the museum is beside a big lake. Because after a hurricane, there's now just a were shark. <laughs> just like a singular <laughs> a one that's just in the a singular yeah. okay that blew in that blew in for the hurricane. <laughs> yep, yep. Katie, anyway. You were, you were trying to say something. <laughs> I was saying not only Am I concerned about what's in the lake? I also, there's not a high degree of visibility, even with aspects. I couldn't. Oh, so fair. But yes, yes. head out into your house. Pile in the hearse. Pile in the hearse. So, in. yes, we definitely want to go out now before word starts to spread too much. Um, it would also be a wonderful idea to have some reconnaissance being done here. So that as everybody goes up to protest to our our fair prince of, oh, I certainly am not involved. I would not be involved in such a person. However, I did happen to hear this that might be useful. Um, that's all information that would be very useful to us. I, don't I, can, certainly, I can certainly stand around and speak with Guillaume about potentially gathering any information they hear. No offense, I would rather have you with us as we go to investigate um, the the warehouse district um, and the potential Sabat coteries that are there. Fair enough. I have a method for this. I just need somewhere out of the public eye. And I am going to. Mercy proceeds to, or Cat uh, proceeds to, uh, uh, reach into her sleeve, take out the, take out the, um, uh, the 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 razor that she had before. Um, and I'm going to activate necromancy one. So I can see and communicate with spirits. Uh, which I believe is just a perception awareness. Diff five, if I copied it down right from my from the book. Yep. Uh, and you don't want Simon standing inside eavesdropping? Like he was doing already. All right, that'll do it. That will definitely do Five it. Five successes will. So, and puts it in between her hands. Uh, uh, focuses on a moment. One the second. Walter. Walter, I know you're around here somewhere. Do not make me. I'm going to. My goal is to take my spirit servant and have my spirit servant spy. Okay. So there's a brief, there's a moment that just sort of passes in the air. And 
than sitting beside you. You rang? Yes, hello, dear. Um, so over there, um, there are a number of my people, not my people, but my people. And there is, and I will describe the prince. Okay. He's just expressed that there are, there is essentially a wanted uh, a charge levied out against a couple of individuals. And no, any number of people are going to want to ingratiate themselves by providing all sorts of information. I need you to get that information and then come find me and tell me what they've said. Can do, boss. Wonderful. You are the best. So I have to ask, narratively, does everybody else see this? No, only me. I am talking to the air. The real key here is that at the end of this, Simon will look like where where Kat is looking. Like, give a slight wave. Good luck, Walter. He, He will you will see him look at Simon. Can you see me? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Your friend's just fucking with me. Gotcha. The Malkavian. You oh. don't know what that means. I, yeah, I know. I'll pretend to if that's what you want. But I got no. <laughs> just go. It's fine. You just see Simon with a big Cheshire smile. <laughs> All right, boss. Uh, how long you want me out there? Uh, wait until things die down a little bit. Like the people who are probably going to have the 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 most relevant information are the ones who are going to be most concerned about their existences. So I assume they are going to go up immediately. Fantastic, oh. fantastic. All right, so like, I will go do that, and I will report to you before sunup. Are you going to be the usual spot? Uh, we are going to be well. We are heading out to the to the to the uh, central business district, but I imagine, yes, yes, come home. Can I, I will be home. All right, you look lovely, and he Thank will just you. step out of the car. All right, we have our spy. Let's go. Uh. <sighs> It's a lesson for you, by the way. Never assume there isn't a ghost watching you at any particular moment. I already, I'm already aware of people that are watching you. I mean, that's that's my whole business. So, <laughs> yes, but they might be working for someone like me. Eh, anyway. Anyways, where are we head? Where we? Uh, where are we? Where are we headed? Uh, we are headed to the central business district. That is where Corinna said that we would be most likely to find people if they were holed up. Well, I suppose it's best that I start working on this then, Guire says, as she twists the the, the cane and pulls, and a, a long blade comes out of the comes out of the cane held in the handle. I don't mean to be rude, but while I'm driving, can you keep that out of the window, please? 
I'll be I'll be needing to work on this if we're going to be going somewhere dangerous. I would I can leave the motorcycle here. It'll be fine. It's outside the museum. All right then. Ah uh, yes, the world of darkness game of where did I leave my vehicle this time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Simon uh, will pipe up. I mean, if it's really a problem, we could always leave it at my shop. In fairness, that is less less of an issue than the D and D version, which was where did we leave our horses before we went into the dungeon? Dungeon's no place for them. They're not there anymore. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, Guire will Guire will run the blade across her hand and enact the burning blade ritual. As long as, I can, as long as I can drive, you can, you can do whatever the hell you want. Plan. Okay. All right. Because this is not, strictly speaking, a, uh, a original um, Awesomeite sorcery ritual, it takes an extra success to get any effect. So I get two attacks. My next two attacks with this sword are automatically aggravated damage. Okay. So what is the group's plan here besides aimlessly driving around the central business district? Right. My next two attacks are any supernatural creatures. Okay. What was that, Katie? That aimlessly, I beg your pardon. That is not <laughs> drive. I got the information. I don't know the area. I'm letting them let it mean let it's me like know. We're, we're looking we're looking for like not uh, high profile warehouses. All right. Well, I'm I thought I was. Park, I'm going to park at a central location and we can look around. discreetly make our way from, from there. I would, I would take uh, on top of the three blood that I have to spend for that ritual, I would take a lethal damage, but I'll spend an extra blood to regenerate that. Okay. I need everybody to make me perception and alertness checks. Um, difficulty seven, you don't know exactly what you're looking for. Like, you have a base idea, but there's a lot of buildings out here oh, and a damn. lot of so alertness. Yes, okay. I Please. imagine Auspex can apply to this. Yes, Simon's basically been using that all evening. And let's see, so two dots of Auspex. Down to difficulty. Take it. I have nope. One. Okay. So between the combined efforts of all of you, there is a warehouse that you find uh two large, like two of the not the semi, but the step below that of U-Haul containers, like U-Haul trucks parked on either side of a warehouse, which has one garage door. There's and a bunch of U-Haul trucks and this is not a U-Haul depot. Yes. I give you one I guess. I'd say that's a pretty good indication. This, this just screams at me because my mom works with you, Paul. 
<laughs> like, like the business that she works at here in town is like the local U-Haul. Um, so Kip, besides the U-Haul trucks, do we see anything else unusual about this building? Um, well, not, nothing that super quick catches the eye, but the one thing you notice is the door handle is like the there's the garage door type door and a an entrance door and that handle has been crushed uh simon i don't suppose that your ability to read auras works through walls does it i'm fairly certain i have to be able to see them um higher level aspects might be able to do something. I am not sure. But I only have two dots. And that and our perception says I need to look at them. Mm, yeah. Can you hear any activity in there? It's like Simon will take a moment to like focus and like re-listen or re take a moment and refocus and can I remake the role? Yeah. yeah. The okay. first first was you guys all looking around trying to find something. Which I guess should have been investigation, but um what's the is this still difficulty seven? Uh, this will be difficulty six. Okay. So down again, and I will use a willpower on this one for four successes. Okay. So you you sort of focus all of your your attention outward towards the warehouse and the thing that sticks out is even though a lot of these buildings are closed or just flat out abandoned you can still hear things in them mm -hmm. like there's there's rats there's you know the occasional bum you know and the thing that you notice about this is it is unnaturally quiet. There is no noise coming from inside. Having walked this way, Simon would comment like, so there, like, over there is a dirty alley with, like, dumpsters. There should be rats. A lot of these warehouses are abandoned. And I can't imagine that they're checked regularly, so there should be homeless folks trying to set up. There's none of that. Guire, you commented that things don't like you much. That, the religious. Like, oh, God. Promising. So it's... There is something not normal, at least. I personally don't favor the odds of taking a look in there only to get a shotgun to the face. But... Guire takes out her phone and takes a picture of the warehouse with the U-Hauls framed on either side of it. How close are we to the building itself? 
I imagine you're a good like 30, 40 feet away trying to put your you're you're at investigation distance. Oh, there they are. There's the fireworks. But uh, she will she will uh take a picture of that and text it to Destiny with the tag with yep. the with the with the message. Well, doesn't this look suspicious? Same. Particularly with aspects and being able to like enhance sight, Simon wants to maybe take a couple more steps towards the building and like try to look at the door handle to see if it was like like someone who actually knew what they were doing and crushed it, or something like a gangrel just being careless. Yeah, did someone take a crowbar to it, or did someone take a pair of claws to it? Like that, and was it like crushed and? Like, um, like a ball doorknob, you can crush the ball and it doesn't make a bit of difference. Versus other styles where, like, if you crush it just right, you can jam up the mechanism. Uh, this is not a ball doorknob. This is one of the. Well, that that was just the example of like. Oh no no no! no. I'm I'm aware. I, I'm yeah. informing okay. you that it's. Um, it's the turning lever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the kind that can be popped open by crushing it the right way. Okay. Cat is going to look around. Are there any are there any just people around? Um there are there's a a homeless man just sort of sitting out. He watched you guys like walk by. But he's a couple he's about two warehouses back. Perfect. Sort of minding his own business. I'll be right back. I'm turning around and I'm walking that direction. Simon will comment that, like, looking at that doorknob, it looks like like it's destroyed from them gaining entry. I have a question. How 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 close? So so we've been able to figure out that it's unnaturally quiet at this particular warehouse. Mm-hmm. How, how, uh, is there any way to tell how much that aura permeates or how far, like, that, um, how far that effect reaches? Yes, that. Uh, at, not without, at most, two warehouses back because there's a homeless person. Um, the, Easiest way to do it would be a walk test. Where that you puts just you, but that puts you walking in close proximity to this thing that is probably full of sabbat. I, I, I wait I mean, to see if fair. Destiny's getting back to me. You will get a message in a minute cat the yep. gentleman looks up at you he he is currently just reading a book hi hello how can i help you what's your name name's tim that's tim. all you need to know all right tim how would you like to make 200 dollars okay what 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 bodily fluid you need I don't need any. 
this dude's been given money to be fed on by the sounds of it. I don't need I don't need any. I uh, yeah. come with me. There is a there is a place that I would uh, that looks like it's difficult to get into. And well, I'm willing to bet that you're pretty good at figuring out how to get into places that you don't need to, that you, that you're not supposed to be let into. He would just, he, he will smirk and then reach up and just slide back the door on the warehouse he's leaning up against. Yep. I know a thing or two. That's what I thought. All right. Come, come with me. Uh, he stands up, all of his bones popping at once. Uh-huh. <sighs> Ah, oh, the Rice crispy man. All right, so, so walk, walk back to where the where where everybody else is. I will reach. I I will I will go. I will pull out a couple hundred dollars. I'm holding it there. All right, Tim. Do you see that that warehouse there? Mm-hmm. Look at me. Mm-hmm. For this. You need to dominate on this word. Enter. Roll it for me, please. What's his willpower? Uh, probably not that great. No. <laughs> What's the combination for willpower again? My brain is blanking. Uh, career, uh, uh, uh conscience and self-control. Two. <laughs> okay. Mm, this guy has like. None of either. Uh, uh, dice, 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 dice. Uh, command. Oh, wait, that was difficult to <laughs> fix. Let me roll that again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I could even be a dick and say, you know, I have... I, actually, I don't think I ever said a... Spe- oh, yes. My specialty for manipulation is persuasive, so that could be six successes. All right, then. <laughs> He will get into that thing no matter what. It don't matter if so that he, place creeps him out. He cracks his knuckles, rolls his head, and pops his shoulders. He walks straight to that door. And that's what, once he's about 15 feet away, quietly to the rest of like, we need to back up to a, to a blast radius safe but still observable location because that man is going to die. I'm so, going. Simon will comment. You know, I feel like this might be a good step. And looks at him. And I want to use dementation. Oh no! To lower his emotions. Okay. No. 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 That's that's fair. That's that's, fair. that's, that's a good fair. one. That's yep. actually a- so he doesn't get creeped out. That's good. I like. He doesn't that. get creeped out, and he's less likely to just run off screaming. Okay. So, unfortunately. My character's not great at this role. It is charisma empathy. Versus what? Their willpower? Humanity. Versus their humanity. Uh, He's got humanity five. Okay. Oh, that's right. Humanity is that thing. Willpower is just your courage. Do I get any bonus that he's being dominated? By chance? Uh, uh, Uh... Because he's not, like, entirely in his own mind anyways. For the heck of it, subtract one from the difficulty. 
Anything I could diff for. No, diff for. <laughs> this poor motherfucker. So he he walks Two up success. with a sense of pur- purpose. And then as he gets to the door, he's just like, all right. For the, ne- for the next hour, his um, um, basically blunted or almost completely desensitized. He, for the next hour. He, getting ready to take some yeah. bloody camera shots. He reaches into a pocket and pulls out he unrolls something and then just starts going to town at the lock. I am hiding behind the hearse. Uh, <laughs> taking, taking, making sure to get like camera <laughs> shots. Why <laughs> are like, yes. The text you got was location in all caps. I, I, I deliver it. Okay. I give him the GPS pin, <laughs> like on my phone. <laughs> so he he takes a crack at that lock for a few minutes, and finally he goes, "Fuck yeah, two hundred bucks!" <laughs> and just opens the door and walks inside. I mean, I don't think he's leaving. D- does Simon hear anything like with with um whatever aspects one is called? <laughs> Just blurt <laughs> with enhanced, uh, with enhanced senses. Yes, with enhanced senses. Like, could Simon hear anything? Oh, he at, comes after back he walks out. in. Okay. He he sort of looks around and sees the hearse. Starts walking to the hearse. Yeah, the uh, the lock wasn't too bad, but uh, that truck inside there's real big. Truck? Inside the building? Inside yeah. the building. Yes, that would make sense. Okay, well, thank you. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna pay up. I he did his job. Alrighty. He walked out. He, he walks right back to where he was sitting before and sits his ass back down. <laughs> All right. Well, that's out of viewpoint from what's going to happen next to that side. Si- Simon's watching him. It's like, hmm. The I wonder if he's is- could. I wonder if he's a destructive person. The sheriff and his squad is going to be right. on the way soon. So, well, we can at least observe, keep an eye on the truck, and make sure that nothing. They don't make a run for it. Uh, with that information, she'll also she'll also follow up the text. Apparently, there's a large truck inside. Are we watching the truck inside or outside or both? I am not walking inside that building. Okay. That is how you die. Right. I did feel I did feel the whole thing was a little anticlimactic when there was no blood spatter, but you know. <sighs> I mean, I'll be honest, I was hoping there wasn't going to be, but I understand that, too. Mm-hmm. Guire, you will get a text that says ETA 10 minutes. Jared will be here in 10. Simon right. is on high alert. Like, particularly, like, making sure to pay attention to, like, any noises or, like, even slight shadows. It is a tense... 10 minutes 
just sort of silence hanging in the air. And then almost as if from nowhere, there is five thuds as Destiny and four other individuals jump down from the roof. Wire looks up as they come down. At at the thuds, um, you'd almost swear that Simon Wood was about to jump to the roof. Welcome to the party, Destiny. Guar, thanks thanks for uh, contacting me. All right, let's, uh, shall we? And he just pulls out a desert eagle. Uh, Guayar will, uh, yeah, I'm going to, nah, I'll hold on to that for a bit. It's only less for a number of turns. So, uh, yeah, all right. Guayar says she just sort of twists the cane and draws the sword. Simon will comments that, one, the doorknob looks like it's been crushed to gain entry. And two, it's been un like eerily quiet. All right, like, good. Not good even rodents and pests. That's indicative of our kind. Okay. Are you are you thinking of, are you thinking salubri? I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Did you mean Salubri? Sorry, I meant um, the shadow ones. The shadow. Lasombra. Lasombra was the word that was the word that uh, she would have said. Absolutely understandable confusion. (laughs) Always could be Sabat, but uh, it's hard to tell. And. Lasombra, especially. We'll see. Supposedly, supposedly, there's a big truck in there. All right. All four of you coming, or just you two? He says, pointing to Guire with the sword and Cat with the Glock. Don't have any weapons, but I'll run somebody down if I need to. I also have no weapons, but I can follow behind everyone. Or I can stay back here. I will pull Mercy, out a second block and bed. hold it up for somebody to, to, to use. Mercy grabs it. <laughs> I feel much better now. Thank you. Guire produces a dagger. You want it? To, uh, to loot Simon. It is better than nothing. This is better. factually true. Destiny will begin leading you all in a very he and the four individuals move very SWAT team like Uh, as he gets to the door two of them break off to go look at the other U-Haul trucks that are just parked beside the building have you ever seen like in particular action movies when there is someone of particular importance who is being accompanied by a SWAT team and so they're just sort of walking full tilt right behind the SWAT team spreading out yeah. them? That's absolutely where Guire's standing right now. Simon is behind the group and looks very much like a VIP. 
but walking incredibly quietly. You enter you enter the warehouse and inside is one of the semi-sized U-Haul trucks. It is absolutely dead silent in here. And looking around, no one is in here. Destiny gives two finger waves at the truck. And one of the individuals goes straight to the back, but has his gun out. There is a horrific grinding noise as the the uh, the lifting mechanism is just wrenched out of its lock. I'm keeping a gun trained on the uh, or my gun trained on the wheel in case it decides to peel out and, and drive out. Like there's somebody hiding in the in the drivers. And he takes two hands and pushes the the back door up. Holy shit. Y'all are going to want to come look at this. Arrow around the corner with the sword held in the defensive stance, just sort of like resting over the arm. Yep. Mercy just clutches the Glock and slowly makes her way around the side of the truck. As you all come around the corner to see what is actually in the back of the truck, there is a 10-foot-long, 5-foot-wide wooden coffin. Big pardon. I take about seven steps backwards. Well, this might be an idiotic decision, but Destiny gets up into the truck and then shoves the lid back. He looks a little confused. Reaches in and pulls up a handful of black soil. And that's where we're going to end for the okay. night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Adios. Goodbye. <laughs>